Hey there, podcast listeners. Before we dive into today's episode, we have an exciting offer from our sponsor, Manscaped. That's right. Manscaped is a global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, if you didn't know. And they offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And guess what, folks? Our listeners get an exclusive 20% off their purchase if you use the promo code BUSHLEAGUE. Whether you're a Manscaped veteran or first-timer, Manscaped has you has the right tool for the job, from the new lawnmower 5.0 trimmer to the crop reserver ball deodorant. Uh, we've got you covered. Boom goes the dynamite. I think you should try one more time. <laughs> Maybe say they've got you covered because I don't want to cover anybody. <laughs> Put the promo code in and we'll come over and do it for you. <laughs> now, let me tell you something, brother. Manscaped is a game changer. It's not just about grooming. It's about confidence. Absolutely. Manscaped's products are designed with your comfort in mind. No nicks, no snags, just smooth results every time. And with that 20% off uh, using promo code BUSHLEAGUE, there's no reason not to step up your grooming game. So what are you waiting for? Head over to manscaped.com and pick out your grooming essentials. Remember, 20% off using the code BUSHLEAGUE. That's right. Manscaped.com with your promo code BUSHLEAGUE. B-U-S-H-L-E-A-G-U-E for 20% off. Your family jewels will thank you. show about nothing and everything. <laughs> I saw some of it. I saw some of it. Some of it. I'm in the middle of exam week here. I have got no life whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Middle of exam week. Fun for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't touch that dial, folks. Stay with us here for the next hour for the Bush League podcast, see? We've got jokes. We've got laughs. We've got everything you need to entertain you for the next hour. So stay there. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> Where in the world is that coming from? You're getting, you're getting as bad as <laughs> You know what it is? I'll be 100% Lack of sleep. honest. Uh, it's the Conan O'Brien version of the old-timey. That's what he does for the old-time stuff. He does that whole, and he puts C at Man. the end of everything, and it's so In funny. In the year 2000. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do your buys. Yeah. Right? Like, this will be February, but we haven't gotten no. to talk. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so, I see we all made it. <laughs> I, 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 I actually kept my uh, New Year's resolution as I always do, which is to not have a New Year's resolution and break it. <laughs> Nice. Well, this is good because I've got a, we don't have to get into it now, but I've got a list of New Year's resolutions because probably most people have already failed theirs and you're looking for another one. Is that that? You just start them whenever you want, you know? So it's calendar year. You just flip your calendar up to like December 31st and you just have like this big list on the 31st of all the things you're going to try this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. my, new, my New Year's resolutions follows the government fiscal year. They start in March, <laughs> and they go to the next year. 
<laughs> merch to oh, merch. No. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> spend her all in the last two weeks of merch. <laughs> Just a bad spending spree. Yep. Which means yeah. it gets really busy at work for me. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a bunch of capital projects, right? Ooh. And then they get to the end of the year and there's mm-hmm. all these projects. They're like, we got to get this. You got to bill us because we got to get that on this budget or else. Oh, buddy. You- yeah. I can definitely not confirm that I experienced the same thing. In education. <laughs> you can yeah. you can yeah. build definitely them, but they're not going to pay you as quickly as they as you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, been a little fair bit. amount of time. It has. It has. See, we got yeah. a little bit of actual. I went snow. to a, went to Toronto over oh, the break yeah, there. I How did that go? We haven't talked to you since you what? went. Yeah, this has been a while. That, it's been a while. <laughs> Toronto. I mean, I'm like, I can't quite put my finger on it, but like, I'm not sure if I can tell whether or not you're a Leafs guy or like, you know, like. Well, I dabble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I often wondered like- if he was a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, but I don't know. I just can't put my finger on it. I eh? s- <laughs> definitely didn't need security escorting me out of the real sports store at Scotiabank Arena. Sure. It looks like you're still yeah. in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they, they didn't have yeah, this that's much. What I was thinking. Uh, okay, so they're doing a tour of his place. You guys want to see a real place of yeah. merchandise? Come to my place. <laughs> I'll sell it to you too, he says. <laughs> jokes, uh, uh, jokes aside, on a like, but it couldn't have worked out better, so... Both Mikhail and Maddox had never been to a game, and they're both diehard fans. But they get it pretty honest, right? Get them used to losing at a young age. <laughs> they'll never be dis- they'll never be disappointed if you raise them a Leafs fan. But Mikhail, or, uh, Maddox's favorite player is Michael Bunting, who plays for Carolina now. And as luck would have it, the weekend we could go, guess who's in town? Carolina. Michael Bunting, his first game back in Toronto, and they did the little tribute video when it would have been to commercial break. And of course, Bunting got the first goal, made the Leafs lose. I've never been to a game where they won. Every time I go, like if they go far into the playoffs, Gary, I always said I'd find a way to go. I better not. (laughs) And if it happens, people will hunt you down. Oh gosh. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's nothing to that, but oh my gosh, like every, anyway, um, but anyway, yeah, Cam, like we got in, uh, we got in as early as they'd let you to go in. Maddox had his old Leafs, Michael Bunting jersey on, even though he plays for the Carolina, for Carolina. And we ran right down to the glass where Carolina's about to come out and warm up instead of the Leafs. And Michael Bunting, as luck would have it, Maddox had a sign ready with Bunting on it and Bunting skated over, did his stretches there, turned around, kind of waved at Maddox, threw him a puck over the glass. Nice. <laughs> and I got a picture cool. of like the second it happened, Maddox turned around and it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. like looking at Yeah, like oh yeah, like he won the lottery. Yeah, that his favorite player came over and threw him a puck. So I always wondered cool. like when you're at those games, like like do you can you like can you see the players sort of like noticing signs or do they sort oh, yeah. of try to act like they're not looking or like And yes and no, listen, eighty percent of them act like they're not looking. Yeah. Which when they're warming up, as a dad now, it was almost ticking me off. <laughs> because it's like, like here's this kid. It's his dream. He just drove 15 hours to come see you. You know what I mean? And I'm watching you do laps. 
And there's no way you don't see the giant Bristol board pressed against the glass saying, Michael Bunting, number 58. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way you don't. And then sure enough, he could have stretched anywhere, but he stopped right in front of Maddox. Probably only spent 60 seconds there, but it felt like it was 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then like did his warm up with the puck and then turned around and faced the glass. And Maddox was there with the sign. Maddox was hoping for a selfie because he never dreamt he'd get a puck. Like if he could get a selfie with, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. Bunting kind of like did the you know the point with the stick, yeah. Because there's a bunch of kids there. Like this puck's for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then threw it over to Mad, and he only gave out two. He gave one to a kid on the other side too. Oh, that's awesome. That's and cool. uh, so he got pretty lucky. And then Amanda and McHale, because it was a mob scene down at the glass, mm. like Gary the staff there. <laughs> like she knows the season ticket holders they're late and they've got the oh, front row seats yeah. so she's letting the kids line up on the glass and she keeps saying to people yeah. well if you could just wait a second i got room for two more kids in here we're trying to let the kids get against yeah. the glass like she literally was telling adults like i know it's your seat but the game didn't start you yeah. can hold on let the kids <laughs> she was she was so good about it that's great no this the staff really goes above and beyond but because it was crazy. So Amanda and Mikhail went over to the leaf section and Mikhail went down for a second, but then they sat down and our seats were just, they're 10 rows behind the bench. So it's not like with people not there, you could oh, see nice. everything. Mm. So then I came back over with, with Maddox and Amanda missed it. <laughs> right. So I said, uh, uh, she's like, so how did that go? You're back here already. <clears throat> I said, well, Michael Bunting just tossed him a puck. And Amanda's like, no, he didn't. I said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bunting just tossed. No, he didn't. And I had to haul out my phone and prove it. <laughs> like, yeah, he did. And then I was too dumb, Cameron. Like, you know, like it's happening so quick. So I was trying to get a video and trying to get a video. And then he asked for a selfie. So I thought, well, I better have my camera ready. And then when Bunting turned around and kind of pointed and gave him a puck, instead of just swiping the video, I'm like, click, 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 click. <laughs> took like, Slow motion. like why million. did I just take 40 pictures instead of clicking <laughs> record? You gotta take that time to swing <laughs> to get to the video button, right? Like, it's not a, yeah. yeah. Nah, you did You know, it's like, <laughs> you explaining <laughs> that, it, I just had a flash of like, me being at a game and being down, bang on the glass, and then Jordan Rudis comes up and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 makes no sense at all but like you know it's just, it's just it's just like but you show in the picture and be like he did and it's like no he didn't other other players like stall came over and was kind of like pointing to the like a couple kids and he threw a puck over or whatever and i'm being hypersensitive to like all right mad like and you got a leafs jersey on there's kids here with carolina jerseys you gotta give on. them yeah mm. yeah do you know what i mean like maybe we should go sit down and and other people are getting there now, and I'm kind of like trying to be hypersensitive. Like, well, now this dad is sitting next to me, and I'm three rows back, and I could be in someone's seats myself, and I, they're not doing anything wrong. They want to go sit down. And the next thing you know, like, just as I'm ready to bail, because, like, I'm starting to feel like I'm in the way. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Bunting skates right over, and I'm like, okay. He's got his back to him, and he's stretching, but, like, why did he park himself there? Like, is it going to happen? Yeah. Is it going to happen? Yeah. That's so that's so cool. So then second <laughs> period, the guy whose seats we had texts me and basically says something like, Too bad about the score. I'm working on something. Could you get downstairs? Get downstairs. So Gary, decently recently, you've been to Toronto. You know how big Scotiabank is. I'm like, yeah. where the heck is downstairs? <laughs> where get downstairs? So then he messages me again and says, You gotta get them downstairs. You can't be late. You're going to go down. There's like a VIP bar 
like the platinum room. <laughs> and so I walked, but Jeremy, just, just wait. Cause like I, I walked downstairs. So, and he gave me instructions. You're going to go out. You're going to hang a left. You're going to go down those stairs. You're going to take a right. You're going to walk up the hall. It's the only hall. There's going to be a lady with a clipboard. You're going to go give them my name. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, sure. No, with 30 seconds, I followed all that. All right. <laughs> and then we went. Who, who was this guy? He was the season ticket holders of the season. Oh, the yeah. guy that sold the tickets. <laughs> so away, away we went and uh, went all the way downstairs. And me and Amanda couldn't get in, but the boys could. He had reserved two spots on the sheet. And next thing you know, the two women that were there working ushered the kids away. Up the hall they went. The boys are right outside the Leafs dressing room. I'm looking up the hallway. There's my kids. There's Mitch Mariner warming up. There's Martin Jones ready to go. Crazy. And, <laughs> and like Maddox Crazy. came out like shaking his hand. He's like, like my knuckles hurt. I said, why do your knuckles hurt? He said, like Matthew Nye's like fist bumped me hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, buddy, Matthew Nye's fist bumped you hard. <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. Right? So then we did, the lady took a video for us and like Austin Matthews fist bumped Maddox and I think it was Bertuzzi got, you know what I mean? And Samson off fist bumped Mikhail on the way by and Maddox <laughs> got lucky. He got like three quarters of the team fist bumped him on the way by. And poor Mikhail was the yeah. big brother that let his little brother in and like was like, trying to reach. <laughs> trying to reach his he only got two of them, but yeah, then it all happened so quick. Crazy. Yeah. Quite the experience for them. So. Holy crap. The, do you remember <laughs> Mikhail, that? use that as a favor. Next yeah, time, anytime right. you need Maddox to do yeah. anything. You remember who stood in front of you when we, all the Leafs are going by? Yeah, you can go yeah. do that for for me. <laughs> but we got very lucky because that'll never happen. Like what a like we got lucky and then lucky again, right? Like what are the chances his favorite player threw him a puck and then like I wouldn't even know who to call to get into the tunnel. Well, no, you know what oh, I mean. Yeah, like, what you, like you said, like it's just a fluke thing. Wouldn't even yeah, know that's yeah, an option. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I assume <laughs> that's unknown. It is not one they advertise. It's a no, particular no. <laughs> tier of season ticket holders that probably mm. knows about about. So, that, Jeremy, right? what you would like? So, your Jordan Rudis moment. That's why, like I said, I'll tell you something. <laughs> yeah. There's security, and no one can get through guarding the tunnel because, of course, like Joe Blow can't walk up the hall to the Leafs locker room. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these two real well dressed guys walk up the thing, and they said we need to get to the. And security's like, no, like it's <laughs> you know, and and I could hear the guys like, well, we're. You know what I mean? Like he's pointing. He's like, well, with all due respect, I'm going to see ID. And he hasn't, one of the two of them, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know who one was. But the other one, I'm looking at Amanda and I'm like, that's Abruzizi. That's Abruzizi. <laughs> Security won't let Abruzizi in the. <laughs> like, dude, he plays here. Like he's wow. part of the team. And no sooner. Yeah. And so no sooner did he walk through. Then Kyle Bacoskis came out and walked right past us. Oh, nice. <laughs> Craig, Craig Simpson walked right past me. And no sooner did the guy in front of me go, that was Craig. Uh, that was Craig. I'm like, that was Craig Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Simpson just said, excuse me to me because he needed by. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like that room was wow, like buzzing. Cool. Oh, like there was people. Wow. Yeah. Like that was the room. Yeah. Yeah. But it was pretty did cool. So. Did Kyle Bukowskis look as cool in person as he does, like, on TV? Buddy, if it's possible. <laughs> dare I just say, like, a yeah. little cooler. <laughs> like, I, he's I just, like, such a... In love. <laughs> he's got that, his, like, Ryan Seacrest kind of thing about man, him. Man, you know the I mean? suits and the hair are always on point with that man. Gary? <laughs> yeah. It is... Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I, I agree. And dare, I say, dare I say, Gary, he doesn't need to because he's only ever shot from the waist up. And that's if he gets a locker room interview. Am I right? <laughs> but the shoe game is on point too. He does not skip. Yeah. He does not skip. Yeah. It's like when uh, <laughs> Mark Masters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Babcock called out Mark Masters for wearing they, old scruffy, scruffy shoes, shoes and his crumb ones. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So it wasn't like at the World Juniors then where all these kids are gathered around the glass with the candy bars on the Bristol no. board. Oh, like, yeah. I'll trade you a bar for there a There was buy. less of that. Maddox, Maddox had a sign players. ready because he didn't know if he'd have the opportunity to, that, to try to trade Skittles. <laughs> and he had the Skittles in his pocket. And he was, he was totally going to go... <laughs> yeah, but he was just kind of like any leaf, I'd take it. He just kind of thought, like, if I had time and we got in there early Oh, yeah, enough, for sure. <laughs> he made a choice. I'm going for bunting. I'm hoping for bunting. But if if I have to and go to the Leafs, he didn't even put a particular player. It was like my first Leafs game. I drove, hoping somebody would give him <laughs> like, something. Really, but what, what? How many people get to actually meet the player that they've always wanted oh, to, man, no. to see. Like it's, it's gotta be yeah. way more rare than you think. <laughs> and have yeah, a good experience. Yes. Yeah. In this case, he skated right over, tossed him a puck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, we got a cool picture of him throwing them the puck. And, <clears throat> no, yeah. We got to meet Ray Bork and I was pretty cool until Jeremy kind of, did his thing and <laughs> yeah oh yeah we we totally would have hung out with him the rest of the night if i hadn't have said what i said yeah. <laughs> he was gonna leave and yeah. come with us yeah. Yeah. he's like, oh, yeah. he's like For sure. bork really no i don't trust any borks <laughs> my name is bork <laughs> I'll never forget that. Yeah. Well, that's like, uh, can you imagine? Like, he met, he saw bunting. That'd be like if, if Tyson got to meet Coulthard, like, Tyson wouldn't even know what to do with himself. He would literally openly weep. I could see it. It's a short list, man. It's a short list. Sebastian (laughs) Vettel, Dave Coulthard, Chris Jericho, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I knew it was coming. Am I right, I knew it was coming. Heck yeah. So that night they did lip sync battle. You were just like, uh, Do you meet him? Do you haul up one pant leg? Didn't know, what, didn't know what to do with myself, Cameron. Both of them on the same so screen. So if, you t- if you're talking top five, wow. Uh, wow. I'd have to go Bret Hart. I would go Mario Andretti. Yeah, there you go. Um, Solid choice, buddy. Formula Solid One, choice. I would have to, well, Mario could be either or. Um, mm. Formula One, I'd like to meet Verstappen. He seems all right. Yeah. Both of them, Yas and him, father and son. I'd like to meet both <laughs> of them. They, they seem pretty cool. You want to get berated by his dad? <laughs> yeah, find out who's crazy. <laughs> Do you remember when you drove a Tyrrell? Shut your face! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the last one, mm, I don't really know if there's someone. I, it, well, okay, I'd have to say Vilnuff. We all know I'd, I'd want to meet Vilnuff. I'll just wait, you know, until he's in a bar playing some night, and I'll go see him. I was waiting. I was waiting for the go to one of his shows. And you would be Mick Foley if you hadn't actually yes, already met yes. Mick Foley. If I hadn't have already met Mick, yes, yeah. yeah so that was. That was one of the cool ones. The ones I've actually met in person, Mick was up there and 
and yeah. Aldous was probably the probably the second coolest one I ever met because he had the NWA belt. So I yeah. gotcha. Because they say, like Jeremy said, that we kind of don't meet your heroes. Mick but like, was hilarious. I got to have that. I got to have that conversation with Bret Hart, and he was unreal. Yeah, yeah. like it was. He went out of his way to have like a good conversation. Like it maybe was, it's it was, maybe it's don't be employed by your heroes. Because I think of like Matt Duchesne, big Avalanche fan, growing up, <laughs> and he, and like his favorite player, you know, well, one of his favorite players is his coach. And I'm just saying all this because now Patrick Waugh is back coaching again. And a bunch of stuff came up about like <laughs> the, the clip went around of it was like, I think it was the first season he was there. No, sorry. It was the second season. It was a 16, 17 when they had like 48 points and one of the worst records ever. Yeah. And Duchesne gets the 30 goals for the first time in his career. And he does this big celebration because he hits 30, but like, they're way they're out of the playoff race and whatever. <laughs> After the game, it's just Patrick Waugh just ripping them <laughs> for celebrating and saying how embarrassing <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's like maybe you just don't work don't for, work your heroes. for your heroes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? But see, don't, he's don't old school, right? Oh. <laughs> Known to be oh, old. Yeah, he's yeah. old school. He's like, this is a team sport, and you're celebrating a personal. Yeah, his thing is like there's yeah. there's team winning. What are you doing? And that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Anyways, but uh. so Jeremy'd like to meet uh, Jordan Rudis. We've been over this one before. <laughs> he, he still want to meet Sackick. He would. He would. You'd want to see Sackick. Oh yeah, he was number one. Number one. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, and Lando yeah. Norris or anybody was affiliated with McLaren. Well, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna put like, if you're gonna pick one person, let well, I know we, you're doing multiple. I'd want to meet. Raikkonen first, and I'd want him to berate me in some <laughs> way and make fun of me. And, uh, you know, yeah, Mika Hakkinen, absolutely. You know, those are, you know, he was kind of right on the way out when I, when you guys kind yeah. of got me into it. And uh, if you want to win, uh, employ a fin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is mostly, it's mostly hockey. People, I would say. Oh, it would be. When you were younger, that's I am, all you uh, watched. You didn't watch racing until you got older, till we kind of forced it upon you, more or less. Can I just... Yeah. I am abnormally anxious to hear Gary's list. I and Gary me. left. <laughs> Gary <laughs> just got up. He's done. You don't need to know who my heroes are. <laughs> if you're listening in the car, Gary just got he up just and totally walked, walked away. He just walked away. Just done. He has his bush thing. Uh, because his screen is oh, 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 and he's back. <laughs> 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 All right, Gary. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Jeremy, those resolutions were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Man. The best segment in the history of the podcast. Man, it's so good. We were so oh, glad so we were Everybody's here. been waiting to hear my oh, top five. My face right? hurts. My face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, Mr. Godfrey. I'd like to hear this list. This is going to be interesting. I would be all sweaty from laughter, but I'm wearing the Manscaped Ball Preserver deodorant. <laughs> Use promo code Bush League. Twenty percent off your order. Wow, that was. Whew. Oh, Gary! Hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> Number one, Alton Brown. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I feel like you've talked about him before. 
yeah. on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Every I day. wake up in the morning, I turn on Cutthroat Kitchen. <laughs> As one does. As one does. Uh, <laughs> All right, Gareth. Number two, Peter Man- Mansbridge. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. 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 Okay. Num- no. Number three, Mitsu. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I knew you'd have the best list by a mile. Boy, boy, Monkel. Number boy. four. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Ecclestone. <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't it is. He, wasn't he your Facebook profile picture <laughs> for a couple of years? Wasn't he like just yes, it, was his, it was like his whole face like this. <laughs> it was like he was like on his deathbed or something looking at last 20 years. Like skin was just oh my god hanging off of him and the wind blowing his hair everywhere. <laughs> Bernie Ecclestone. Wow. We should yeah. have made bets on his <laughs> top we, five. I, we, we wouldn't have won. We should have. <laughs> yeah. Missed opportunity. Yep. Uh, I don't really oh, have wow. a number five. We'll go with... Uh, uh, Doug Gilmore. Oh, uh, Ralph Ralph Schumacher? Oh, Ralph. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Ralph fan. I feel like you were a Ralph Schumacher he was. guy. Yeah. Yeah. The other Schumacher. I was going to go with the president of Iceland, but maybe we'll go with Ralph <laughs> Schumacher. <laughs> Is the president of Iceland still that comedian? I do not do you know. know what I, mean? Wait. That, that, <laughs> I, know. I know the president of Ukraine is. No, there was a comedian. No, I'm lying to you. It was, uh, he was mayor of their capital. He ran on a lark because everybody was so mad at the politicians. <laughs> and he even didn't take his campaign seriously. Like everything was a joke. <laughs> like when he did the parade to try to get elected, he did it in drag on purpose. Like he did everything. He to make fun of and it. because people were so mad at politicians, everybody actually voted for him. Couldn't and he you got see him it. sitting at home going, oh, that was fun. Oh, by the way, you won. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, he, he started like, a new political party called The Best Party. The Best <laughs> oh yeah, no. There's a that's whole great. thing on. Yeah, but it was the, it was mayor. It wasn't that's, president. Yeah, that's right. Is he is he still mayor now or no? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. That's when he said president of Iceland. It's like is that that comedian that <laughs> ran oh, as a I'm, joke and got it? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm realizing one of us should have said the Iron Sheik. Oh, oh yes. That's <laughs> all of our top five. Yeah. I was thinking it earlier. I thought Jeremy was going to say it. If he... <laughs> and put you in Tamagrach, I will break your back. And I humble you. <laughs> you jabroni. Make you humble. You know, that's where The Rock got jabroni from. Was from The Sheik. Oh, really? Is that true? Really? He, he always oh, called people that. jabronis. Yeah. So and the Rock grew up because remember the Iron Sheik wrestled for the Rock's yeah. grandmother in Hawaii, yes. and he would always talk call people jabronis. So it was actually the Iron Sheik that came up with jabronis. Didn't know that. So jabroni, That's if you great. did something stupid, yes. And Bubba, if he liked you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you the real Bubba. And when he talk when he when he would tweet about celebrities, he would say the. <laughs> Yes. So he wouldn't say Taylor Swift. Yeah. He'd be like, not Taylor Swift. 
Never seen more capitalization <laughs> in any other lit. Oh, yeah. oh not, I not put one the Taylor Swift letter. in the camel clutch. <laughs> <laughs> He's tap his boot to get the loaded boot all ready to go. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Yikes! There's a couple of good. There's some. There's one on YouTube. He rants about Brian Blair. Oh, he hates <laughs> Brian Blair. It's, it's Holy smokes! It's it is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, he, no there's a lot it of that. Pretty extreme. <laughs> no interview is. Holy <laughs> die. No, definitely not for your family viewing. Uh, no. Uh, Funny. Yeah. No. Uh, All right, folks. So it's time for us to take a quick break to thank our sponsor for this episode, Manscaped. You know, Manscaped has been supporting us, and we're pretty excited about it. And they'll support you, too. That's right. See, our listeners get an exclusive 20% off their Manscaped purchase when they use the promo code BUSHLEAGUE. So whether you're a longtime Manscaped user or thinking about diving into the world of below-the-waist grooming for the first time, now's the perfect time to snag some grooming goodies. And I'll tell you one thing, see, and I'll tell you another thing, too. I'll tell you the new Lawnmower 5.0 trimmer is a game changer for season covered and no awkward grooming experiences. Did you say awkward grooming experiences? You see, you folks, you don't even want to know, see? And don't forget about the crop-preserving ball deodorant. Trust me, your sensitive area will thank you. So head on over to manscaped.com, browse their selection, and make sure you use the promo code Bush League at checkout for an exclusive 20% off offer. Boys, this is not just about grooming. It's an upgrade to your lifestyle. Manscaped. Because your family jewels deserve the best. Right, fellas? Absolutely. Now back to the show. So I, I wanted to bring it. So this is actually Cameron's thing, but I just thought this was fantastic. Hey, Cameron, you sent this to me earlier today. Hey, that's not for you to share. <laughs> Whatever yeah, well, he I'm... sent you, that's between you and him. You don't get to just... That's not I'm right. Not shy. <laughs> I didn't tell him, but I'm just going to post it. <laughs> you know? He sent it just to me. It was just for me to see, but I'm going to share it for But you. I could tell. He didn't just take that. <laughs> You're correct, Tyson, because I used the new lawnmower 5.0. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Jared. The test footage." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Am I using this right?" And he just held his phone down there, and I just kind of oh, we went. I did like a, a Zoom call, and I was little like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, Love the right, ran the air concern. Yeah, wow. straight away. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so so Cameron shares this ad with me. Where did you find this thing? And tell people what it is because it's just yeah. great. So <laughs> I was I'm on Facebook and I'm in a like a, you can buy stuff from Formula One memorabilia and stuff because you know I'm a junkie. And anyway, there's this website and I was kind of going through like all the Facebook things that pop up and it was for sale. I was like, no, oh, they do shirts, they do side pods. Nope. How about a Formula One V12 V10 Ford Cosworth engine for sale? So a Jaguar crazy. model used by Minority <laughs> F1, 17,000 pounds, and it'll come with everything you need. All the ECU so box, it's in, It's actually in, in England right now for sale, and it says, it's a bargain. <laughs> Boys. That's what? unbelievable. What? 
How much is shipping? <laughs> I, I'd be by weight. <laughs> oh, sorry. Complete weight? Well, Complete okay. weight is 100 <clears throat> kilograms. Could we do this? <laughs> I don't know my a hundred kilograms. It's eight hundred. Yeah, it says complete weight a hundred kilograms, and it's conditioned brand new, eight hundred horsepower. <laughs> you know what? I knew my I knew my oh. snowblower needed a little tune up, but I think it's time for an engine swap. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> what could you put that in? You know what I mean? Uh, I remember I one of dad's <laughs> one of dad's friends he went to high school with. Crammed a 454 into a Datsun. Holy smokes. And they said when that thing went up the road, it was like the hand of God himself came down and pushed that car. <laughs> but like, like there's so much stuff on YouTube now of, of people doing like all these. What I don't know if I've ever seen someone get their hands on a Formula One engine and put it in something. Heck the no. Closest, Maybe you guys. The closest I've ever seen <laughs> is there used to be an IndyCar driver who took an Indy Buick V6, which is what Buick was allowed to run in, from the 80s into the 90s, and he put it into a okay. Cobra body car. So he had a wow. he had an Indy car engine in a, in like the small short wheel-based car. Wow. <laughs> but like I just don't even what we, you couldn't <clears throat> because this is a V10, so that like isn't this like the isn't don't these things rev at like 16,000, 18,000, sometimes 19,000 RPM. RPM. Shake the bolts off. What transmission transmission could you ever attach that to? Uh, Hollinger. (laughs) You'd have to get a British Hollinger, or sorry, an Australian Hollinger uh, transmission because they build the best transmissions in the world racing. Of course, Cameron knew the answer to that. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. As, as he does. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. What the heck? And how much is that transmission going to put us back, Cameron? <laughs> well, that is seventeen thousand pounds, which is double Canadian. So we can, we yeah, can I was going to say that. We like, can do this. We can do this. We're sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> hey, Manscaped, you want to really, you want to really liven up your engines? Get us a V10. Well, <laughs> the turbo. I say 5. we. <laughs> She's got 10, ten cylinders. It did 18 guys in 30 seconds. We're going to put this thing in a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> yeah. So many jokes. Do you ever, do you, you want to feel like you've come in last place on the grid? To use this uh, Minority F1 power. This Kaiser V10. <laughs> Like what kind of scenario? Cameron's like, you did 18 guys in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one went by Jay at the moment, but now you got him back. Here you go. Oh, I, I didn't <laughs> hear that. <laughs> uh, but like, it's crazy. Like who sells that? In for- it's like, uh, Hey, fo- Facebook marketplace. Want to form in the one car? It's like, uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolute bargain for some project or F1 building. Yeah, see, a project or an F1 building. It's like, um, uh, <laughs> do they have so much surplus over there that you can just build a Formula That's One insane. car? Like, yeah. I, I was joking with Cameron. Cameron said he'd put it in his snowblower. I mean, you could do that. Be like, make the like, like direct drive, right? So it'd be like eighteen thousand RPM. You. Fire your snow into the North Atlantic. Yeah, he's in the North Atlantic. I said, I have enough RPM. I can throw it back to Britain. 
<laughs> you think it was a blizzard? Yeah. <laughs> Give it back to them. Most people like walk uh, along barely behind their snowblower. Cameron's in a like a brisk <laughs> jog. Yeah, Cameron's neighbors is six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, it's Cameron doing his best part is I can just do laps. <laughs> do you want to hear one of the best snowblowing stories I've ever heard in my entire life? <laughs> but these people have to remain nameless because I would get myself oh, no. in trouble because okay. I'm not even supposed to know. Oh boy. So guy I know, let's say, has a very cranky neighbor. She's known to be cranky. Is that fair? <laughs> So he goes out, he snow blows his driveway, he goes in, puts on a cup of coffee, sits down to watch TV, looks out the window, and hears all his hears all the snow from her driveway coming up over the fence into his driveway that he just did. Oh, that's not good. So he waits till she's done, doesn't say anything. <laughs> like she's in the wrong. We all agreed. Agreed. Mm. He goes out, starts up the lawnmower, and blows her all right back into her driveway. <laughs> he goes in and waits, right? They're out there with the snowblower again, blowing it all right back into the yard. He goes out and says something to her, right? And she, whatever, pretty colorful, says she something Karen. back. And she keeps becomes gone. a Karen. Oh, yeah. She, yes, she did. Yeah. And she went on her merry way, still snow blowing. He bent over, grabbed some snow, packed it up real nice, <laughs> threw it over the fence. She turned around, smuck right square in the face. <laughs> so they got into a snowball fight? <laughs> no. One snowball. He walks in the house. Ten minutes later, there's the police in his yard. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what are you going to say? Like, like, did you throw a snowball at? Yes. Yes, I yes, did. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have a permit for that snowball? So, right in the- <laughs> not a snowblowing story, but my, my dad used to plow snow wow. for a living. And as anybody who does not like the plow operator is always angry when he fills in your driveway, obviously. As if they can help it. Yeah, yeah. like they can't help it. Exactly. So <laughs> now where the garage is up home is it's on the top of the hill and heads toward into Red Bank, which is down the hill and across the bridge. Katie's grandfather, Mullen, <laughs> or sorry, Easty, grandfather Easty lives just below, below the government garage. So dad wasn't paying attention. Katie's grandfather's out there shoveling, shoveling, shoveling. Dad wasn't paying attention. And as he's driving by, dad realizes Katie's grandfather's in the driveway. Fills him to his up to his knees. <laughs> Dad stops. <laughs> he looks back in the mirror. He said, and all I could see was the hands coming down and the shovel just lowering. He said, I was like, I better go back there because I think that shovel's coming this way. Dad just backs up <laughs> and just drops the wing and pushes it all back. And her grandfather just nods and he just walks in the house. <laughs> Dad said, if ever I thought, he said, you know, you'll always hear people say, oh, you filled in my driveway. He said, I was never scared of anybody. He said, but that day I thought for sure, he said, he was going to wait for me when I came up that hill next time. And I was like, yeah, I better not. His grandfather, yeah. he's just hilarious. So he's like, I said, did you really fill it up? Dad goes right to his knees. Yep. He said, he just sat there. He said, no, when you're so angry, you can't move. You're just vibrating. He said, I kind of figured that's where he was. 
<laughs> I sometimes get people being <clears throat> upset, but like, how upset can you be? Because if he lifted on the way by, well, now congrats, your driveway's still not done, and now you can't see when you're leaving yeah. your driveway. Yeah, <laughs> like they gotta push it back. Oh, the, the cops called. You yeah. be able to- someone called the cops and dad one time and told them. He, 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 he's hitting my mailbox intentionally. And dad said, okay. So dad's driving along and he looks back and there's a cop car behind me. He goes, <laughs> eh, whatever. Dad's driving along, just not paying attention. And all of a sudden the lights fl- go off. Dad goes, well, he'd never dream it was for well, him. Exactly. Anyway, yeah, he sees exactly. the lights. He's, he's in the plow. He, he sees the lights. Yeah. And goes, oh, I wonder what's going on there. Pulls over and steps out, looks at the one and the girl comes up to him and she says, uh, yeah, we've had some complaints. You've been knocking mailboxes over. Dad said, oh, what? What do you mean? She goes, well, we've had some complaints. He goes, what, the last four or five or just, you know, in general? And she just looked and she goes, you knew you knocked them over? He goes, um, <laughs> I'm not knocking them over. I'm not hitting them with the wing. The snow is knocking them over. She goes, well, we, we've had a lot of complaints. And dad says, okay. He said, what do you want me to do? And she's like, well, the, yeah. the person is very adamant. You, you intentionally hit their mailbox and dad said yeah. if i hit their mailbox they won't have a mailbox who wants to hit it they'll know yeah exactly so anyway dad just goes, smash coming through the front window yeah. she goes so what are you gonna do and dad goes i'm gonna get back in my truck <laughs> i'm gonna keep driving he said and you can follow me if you want <laughs> he just of course, he was leaving Sunny Corner. Yeah, he, he was halfway up to He Steel Mines. I said, how long did she stay behind you? Oh, about two or three miles. After about four or five more mailboxes <laughs> went along their way, he said, she stopped following me and just turned around. <laughs> yeah. He means like he pushes it and, and as the snow, the snow is like the going over. The snow hitting it. Yeah, it just well, knocks it over. What's he supposed to what do you, yeah, well, I mean, and if it was a bad snowfall. Like heavy snow, like wet, <laughs> heavy mean, snow. It's like, you know, it's like just someone hitting you with a scoop full yeah. of like a shovel load of wet snow and oh, yeah. knock you over. It's, it's been it's a while, but I remember the year because it was 2019. Because a buddy of ours, like me and Jay know, was trying to get his daughter in the country and she wasn't here yet. That's how I know what year it was. But I had sent her a picture, and after the plow had gone by, it was the snowbank was a full foot above my head, and I'm six five. <laughs> so I had sent her a picture, like, careful what you wish for. <laughs> like if you want to come here. <laughs> if, like if, if someone had yeah. a mailbox, if he didn't wreck it, you can't find it. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's it's in the so you just cut the you just cut it out of the of the snowbank and just leave it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But every once in a while, we just get yeah. dumped on, and you get two feet in twenty four hours. Like, what are the plow trucks going to do? Oh yeah, exactly. Like, like I think I, I think I plow. told this before. This podcast has been going on long enough that all these stories have been told at some previous <laughs> point. But uh, it was twenty thirteen fourteen. That insane winter, like the extra bad one. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, they seem anyways, to come every yeah, five was, or six years, yeah. right? Yeah, it seems get, it, was, like, it was really dumped on. <laughs> So I was in my second year of college and it was like, like it it was pretty intense, like trying to do my final exams and they're super hard. And like, you know, it's like everyone's struggling with it. So you're up late all the time and just, and these snowstorms keep happening. So I'm living with my wife and sister-in-law at the time. And, uh, so like, you know, uh, like anytime there's a storm, I, and we're, we're renting a, we're renting a duplex and the one that owns it lives on the other side. And part of the deal is you can borrow her snowblower to do your, do your driveway. So I was like, good, oh, deal. That's a good deal. 
Yeah, except the snowblower was ancient. <laughs> it barely it barely worked. And so it was like, it was just like we were into, you know, February at this point. And it'd been like, it felt like I think it was like the seventh or eighth 40 centimeter <laughs> yeah, yeah. storm. Yeah. And I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, I can't, I've I can't go out and deal with this. I got a like an exam tomorrow. I can't spend two hours trying to clean because the because what happened was that winter the the snow where you blow it had gotten Ooh. so high that the chute on the snowblower I couldn't yeah. get, get it up high yeah. enough <laughs> to get over the top. So now I'm like basically on the opposite side of the driveway trying to get it up enough so it'll go to the far <laughs> like the other side to get over, but like half of it falls in the driveway. So you're just like pushing it to the opposite side. I know exactly. Cause I've had to like, when I lived on century drive, <laughs> I blew half the driveway back into the other side of my driveway on purpose. So, so I that could blow could, it again so that I could clear the yep, hill. Right. Yeah. Cause right. I needed some distance to clear it. If I was exactly. up next to it, it's falling right back. Yeah. Right. So this, this was a fairly densely like packed, you know, so like the houses were quite close together. So you just don't have a ton of, like I'm running into the problem you were talking about earlier, right? It's like if I point the chute anywhere, but like that sliver in between the house, it's going to start it's rolling start off in the neighbor's driveway. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I was just so frustrated. <laughs> and so I had just, it was like towards the end of the winter. I had just finished this thing. All right. I'm okay. All right. I can go back inside. And then I hear in the distance, the plow. <laughs> And it's like, oh no. Oh, no. oh no! And I'm like, I'm listening to the engine. I'm like, I think he turned down our street. I think he's coming down. You hear the, the side. You hear the blade scraping. <laughs> yeah, and and like, so what you've everyone said so far, I'm like, that is a thankless job. <laughs> All you do is get people who complain. When you're when you don't show up, it's like, well, where's the plows? And then they show up and you complain that they filled your driveway. It's a thankless job. I don't. I don't envy those guys. You ever notice when you look inside, they they never make eye contact. Like those guys are just like laser focused. <laughs> they're, they're not looking. They're not getting anyone's attention. They're not reacting to any of these. No, no they're that. not. Do, 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 do. Right. So, but and so I get all that, and I'm like, I'm never. I'm, I mean, the guy's just doing his job. But I was so mad that I like <laughs> I walked out to the end of the driveway and I put the shovel down. And I stood probably like two feet in front of the driveway, like half on the road. This was just like a, this was a brain short circuit. Like I'm going to explode. Like no, I'm going to go is insane. A, this is a Chevy Chase. Or, yeah, 100%. National Lampoon. Like he's just snapped. He's just fixed the like, dual pole. He's gone. Pass. Like this guy would have been driving and all of a sudden he hears clang, clang, clang. And he turns around. What's that? And he looks in the back and I'm chasing him down the road, beating the tractor with a shovel. Like that kind of lose your mind. And I just stood there and I put the shovel down and I just like glared at the cab as he's going by. And he, like, I'm like, you are either going to kill, you're going to slice me in half and go to jail for manslaughter, or you're going to go around the other side. I don't care if that snow stays in the middle of the street. You're not filling in this drive. <laughs> <laughs> and so I stood there like, with my shovel, like Gandalf, right? Like, you shall not. <laughs> and he was the Balrog. And like, and so he, and he just goes way out and around. Like the guy would have gotten in trouble because he just left this big pile of snow on the street. But I was like, I can drive through that. That's soft stuff. I can get out on this. 
And I felt super bad after. I'm like, oh, so stupid. Like, I should, but I was just in that. I was, I'd been no sleep and I was cleaning <laughs> the stupid driveway and I've been pushing for <laughs> four times as long. And like, because even though yeah. I've rationally known they can't help it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There was one morning in particular. <laughs> Cameron would have still lived here, but you guys didn't. Anyway, but we got dumped on and dumped on. And Cameron might remember the famous day, but they didn't cancel school and everybody online was like, what are you talking about? Like businesses were yeah, closed. Like this, Cameron wouldn't have had to go to work. Is, it would have been like, guys, it's too bad. And they, they, they screwed the pooch and they didn't <laughs> cancel school. And so like, sometimes they don't cancel till like six 30 in the morning. Like, I don't know why they're waiting six, six 30. Right. And so at like, at six o'clock, they hadn't canceled, and at six fifteen, they hadn't canceled. When it hit six thirty, they hadn't canceled. It kind of became like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna have to go to work. Is this for real? Like, look at the driveway. And, and then <laughs> right? the snow was probably up to your waist. Yeah. So like, I I didn't I didn't have a snowblower. So if the guy doesn't come get me out, I just paid yeah. him twenty bucks a storm or whatever. Like, thank you. He just came with his truck, pushed it back, let me out, pushed the rest back. Thank you. I'm not. So I shoveled and I shoveled. And I shoveled <laughs> and I shoveled and I literally like, I'm dying. And I just, I got it done. The driveway is not done, but I can get the you car get out. out. Just enough to yeah. get out. I can get the car out. And like, I'm talking two feet, like you can't see the wheels of the car. Yeah. Right. Like we got dumped on and I shoveled all by, and I, my back's broke. It's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those shovels oh. where like, and, and the storm, there's so much snow that you're like, you're shoveling and you're like, I don't know where to stop. Because I am no. at the end of my driveway, but now there's a wall of snow on the road. Right? Yeah. You're like, like right? what do I do? Where do I stop? And yeah. then you know, like the type of like deep exhaustion <clears throat> where like I showered and I get out of the shower and I'm still sweating. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I just yeah. showered. Yeah. <laughs> what is why is it still mm-hmm. right? And so anyway, I'm all done. I walk out to the car. I'm not kidding. The bag is on my shoulder, my jacket's on. There he goes. <laughs> That's like it was a scene from a movie. I open the door, walk in the post, and I'm talking. So, Jay, to live up to your experience, I now have a two foot to three foot high embankment at the end of my driveway. And I'm wearing dress shoes and dress pants and have my dress shirt on. And I can't get out of the driveway. I also can't believe there's school. Yeah. So right there, I go back in the house and I call our principal and said, like, listen, like, I just got plowed in. I have the, the guy that does it isn't here yet. Like, I have no idea how I'm getting out of here. I will be there, but I don't know if it'll be in 10 minutes or an hour. Right. She said, don't worry about it. And I said, really? She said, well, we're all here trying to get in and no one's even plowed the parking lot and the buses are waiting in line on the road. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the same time that they actually they started uh, school and then like two hours later they're like everybody needs to go home because there was the roads were so bad that was the same day wasn't it i had my first period i got there cameron and i even remember who the kid is but i can't say it right i walked in and there's one kid sitting in the middle of the room that's like hi <laughs> one kid how'd you get here Snowmobile? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like one out of 25. Because you know what? Everyone's not crazy. Like, this is insane. Like, what are we, yeah. what are we doing here? They, yeah. So, you, we, we, like, we talked about jobs that are not enviable. Like, the, like making that call, I understand. However. <laughs> no. However, like, many times, I really don't understand the logic. It's like, 
you wait, like you said, right? It seems to be like that it's a terrible storm and you wait and wait and wait. And then you decide to open it. So then it's like, let's send the buses out now at its absolute right. worst. Then we'll bring everyone home early. So we'll bring them back. In the worst. Well, they would have been better the, off staying. Also the worst. Yeah, it's like you may as well have stayed. Yeah. You may as well yeah. have waited for the now. Yeah, it's like But I don't understand yeah. the decision to be a true story. Yeah, the right people don't listen to this. I won't get in trouble. But <laughs> my my old principal, you'll love this. The guy who makes that call was the next door neighbor, and they're both retired now, of my old principal. And another storm came up after this one happened and he didn't make the call. And our principal went out, snow blew his driveway before the other guy got up and threw all of it in front of the guy's garage so he couldn't open the door. He canceled school. That's amazing. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. Yikes. That is, that yeah. is true. <laughs> they did a, years ago, they did a Canadian Air Force did a, uh, a skit of that. They were guys in Newfoundland yeah. and it snowed and snowed and snowed. And they both, like, they had the snow all over and they had the two shovels. And all of a sudden they're talking, like, oh, it's been a pretty bad season. Yeah. He said we had like 68 centimeters of snow. And they're talking. And all of a sudden they see the flashing light and they both go, and the guy swings the door, and swings the door open. You fill that driveway in. You're going home in a pine box. And he comes running out the door. <laughs> so true. It is. It is. Jeremy's right, though. Very thankless job. Uh, yeah. So it's and you said it, Tyson. It's like in those moments. Oh yeah, you just can't your help logic. It. You can your brain and no, tell you, like, you, yeah, you cannot compute. Job. Like I just shoveled yeah. for an hour and a half. Yeah. I'm already late. <laughs> But sometimes you swear yeah. when they do it. But you get it. You, sometimes you're watching them, and it's like over on my side, over here, and my side of the river, they'll they'll bring the grater, and they'll slowly do it. And I think that's a thousand yeah. times worse than them just tearing <laughs> by because the guy's going like okay. four kilometers an hour, and you're watching it fill your whole driveway in, and the guy just looks back and he drops the wing down a little more to get a little more, and you're just looking at him, you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like getting killed with a pin needle as opposed to someone just taking a machete and slicing your head clean off. Did you guys see? This is going to sound like I'm making this up, and my principal this year showed me, like just the other day, I thought she was lying to me. Like, stop trying to get me to fall for this. The new rural requirements for plowing your road. Have you seen this? Uh, I'd be scared. Six inches. Six inches, they don't plow it. Yeah. Follow the tracks of the car in front of you. Six inches. (laughs) And then they have pictures of what's acceptable. So if you had more than six inches, but it's below 12 inches, it will be plowed within 24 hours. Yep. And the expectations, no, four, sorry, 48 hours, one foot of snow, 48 hours. And then they have pictures of, this is the expectation, <laughs> yeah. one lane. And they show the picture. Yeah. Like one lane. <laughs> I believe that. Wow. Yes. Wait, but, so yes, is this Cameron, they're doing a this... review right now of the new snow day policies. Yeah. Like, yeah. But they just released, it's like, should you guys <laughs> talk to each other? No, no they do not. That's government. We've buddy. got kids coming from 45 minutes away, and you just admitted, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to plow your road for at least 48 hours. Well, when I used to live, when I lived up the back road, when I lived in Katie's cousin's house, when we first moved home, 
Uh, dad told me, dad even said, he said, listen, he said, if it snows, I'm like, yeah. He goes, you're a third rate road. I was like, Oh, what? I said, is there such a thing? He goes, yes. He said, and you're it. And you're the last. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm the last. He goes, so in a big storm, I said, yeah. He said, it could be three days before we get to you. I'm like, come on, dad. Like, you're just joking. dad goes, not joking. So anyway, I come home from work one night from Newcastle from Chatham. I'm driving along. I'm like, it's seems to be getting not too bad. I was like, oh, yeah, I got sunny corners. I was like, oh, yeah, no big deal. And then I started going up the back road, and I'm like, yeah, that's reasonable. You know, it's it's covered, but the back road is always covered. You never see asphalt. And I went to turn in to a... Yeah, they don't salt it, right? Isn't it always sand? No, it's not even... Well, I don't think it's ever no, salt. It's never if, well, they, if they do the sand. If they do the sand. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. And there was no sand. So I, I got up there, and I went to turn to the left, and I looked, and I went, huh, that seems a lot deeper than I think it is right into it and it went right to the windshield and I was like, well, got this far, can't stop. It's just, I was plowing. Like, it was just going. I'm like, um, I can't stop because if I stop, I'm going to get stuck and I'll just drive and just, yeah. that's yeah, why I can't that, stop I think now. I had the little, uh, I think I had the little escort wagon that time. I think it was the escort. Oh, I'm just driving. Yeah, I like, that. Go, they go. never make it, right? <laughs> so if they did the main road that everybody uses first, yep. by the time, if it's really snowing, by the time they do Two, three, four, five side roads. The, the main road. The main filled. road needs to be done yeah. again. Yeah, I know. Again. Yeah, yeah. So you have to keep repeatedly doing the main. Yeah. yeah. The, you yeah. D- d- talk to Dad about it. He's got some horror stories. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. It's a funny thing, though, right? Like, it's like maybe I don't know it, with perspective or whatever. But when I was younger, I like at least in our family. When there was a storm, it was like, woohoo, let's go for a drive. Yep. It was like, like <laughs> I know people who either we family in the Moncton area went to Miramichi or Miramichi people went to Moncton because it was a storm day. Yeah. And in those days, yeah. everyone had, I don't know, but like, like we grew up on all season tires. We never had winter tires. It was always like, well, just spend your money on winter tires. Those all seasons is fine. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And we drove around. Everything was two wheel drive. The only thing that was four wheel drive were, were trucks. trucks with with locking. Yeah, you had to lock the differentials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what's interesting to me is is we're a lot a lot more conscious of safety now when everybody's car is all wheel drive SUVs and we all have winter tires. Yeah. We all have SUVs. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Like how that well, like, in my family it was you know weird what I mean? because. My dad would drive in anything because he's driven in yeah. everything. My mom, as soon as it starts to snow, I'm not getting on the road. I'm not staying on the road. I'm staying home. Where are you going? What are you doing? You can't go on the yeah, road. There's it was like so extreme because dad would be like, it's snowing. And it's like, uh, there's a storm. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, okay. So we came through one yeah. night. We drove from Halifax coming to come home. We hit a huge snowstorm. We come through the, uh, the tantrum our marsh. And apparently, Blowing. it was the wind there. Well, every time. and it was bad. And I was like, kind of looking. I was like, well, it's not so bad. It's getting worse, but it's getting worse, getting worse. And finally, we couldn't see anything in front of us, like nothing. Mm. And Dad's just driving along, and I'm like, Dad. He goes, Yeah. I'm like, um, <laughs> Where are we? He goes, On the road. I'm like, um, Okay. He goes, I just hope no one's sure. He's like, I, he's like, I hope someone just doesn't stop in front of us. I'm like, how do you know we're on the road? He's like, 
Like, you couldn't see a thing. And it was like gusting and stuff. And I'm like, Dad, seriously, like, what are we doing? He goes, Well, we're not stopping. I was like, Great. So I'm in the back having like a coronary. <laughs> and uh, anyway, all of a sudden I could hear like, I was like, What are you doing? He goes, Well, that's the edge of the road. I'm like, That's how we're driving. You're using the edge of the road to know where we are. He goes, Yep. And he's driving along. <laughs> And I'm like looking around, I'm like, there's no cars anywhere, but there is a car behind us. And I'm like, what is the guy behind us thinking? And dad's like, he's just following us and he's hoping I don't go off the yeah. road. <laughs> exactly. He's anyway, like, oh, he, that like, guy he was serve. so white. Like, you couldn't even see, like, if I put my hand outside and put my hand on the windshield, I'd be lucky to see it. Dad's just as cool as a cucumber. Oh, yeah. My mom's in the <laughs> passenger side going, ah. Yeah, <laughs> just like, what's your guys' problem? Yeah. He said, it's not that bad. I'm like, you can't see. Wow. This is the problem I have. He's like, eh, it won't be bad. We were almost through it. And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, got all the way through it. Got out, yeah. got in toward like uh, Sackville and stuff like that. And he was just, boom, he was, he was gone again. I'm like, did that not bother you? He goes, no, not really. He said, it would bother me if I knew, like, he said, I, I knew I was getting too far over to the side. He said, because he said, I just knew. So I, he kept going to the right yeah. enough to get the wheels over the edge of the, the pavement so he can, knew where he was. Can I just, because <laughs> we're all worried about, if this was a typical story, everyone else would be like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, pull over, wait for it to pass. Like, let the plow go by. But your dad is someone who's literally driven on unplowed roads his whole life for a living. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so nobody has plowed it. He has to guess where the road is because that's him. He's the plow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, used for fine. <laughs> Mom went with him one time up to Heathfield Mines and she said it was the uh, first and only time she ever got in the truck with him. And of course, he was, she, he, she wasn't ever supposed to go, but dad said, come on, just for once. He said, I, I've been working for, I don't know, at that point, I think he'd been up 24 or 28 hours or something like that. He's like, come on, just come for the drive. Mom yeah, goes, we know what was up. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to read before the, you were alive? the story. No, it was not. <laughs> some some <Yeah>. heat steel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary! <laughs> oh man! Oh. Anyway, she she he, what a great nickname. She got you. She called that. <laughs> hey, Steel. Dad be like, what? <laughs> Don't even. Why is that not a band name? That'd be the Pete best Steel. band name ever. Wow. Better than the other mine up there. The other mine was just called Brunswick Mine. <laughs> Heath Steele. Wow, that's an epic. That's an incredible name. That's way that's way better than Thumper. Let me tell you what. I tell you what. Oh boy. Oh dear. Yeah. That's terrible. All right, boys. Well, I had some uh, I don't know. I don't you know, buddy. If, <laughs> I, don't know. I bet our listeners love plows. <laughs> That's a half an hour spot on plows. This is Number one, Alton Brown. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I feel like you've talked about him before. Yeah. On this podcast, oh, yeah. every, every day, <laughs> every day, every day. I wake up in the morning. I turn on Cutthroat Kitchen, <laughs> as one does. As one does.
You just wasted some of your life listening to the Bush League Podcast. You must stop what you're doing right now. Like and subscribe and leave a five-star rating. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook. Ha 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 